You know you're created for more. Now let's do something about it. Welcome to Project You, the space for you to embrace the I can, I will philosophy. And finally, start making progress towards your goals, your dreams, and your desires. Be kind, supportive, and remember every day that the blueprint for you is within. I'm Cami Craig. Today, let's work on Project You. Hey, sweet babes. Welcome to Project You with Cami Craig. I'm here today on episode number 96. Thank you so much for tuning in to last episode, which was celebrating my 17th year as a, a professional in the fitness industry, watching myself go through life in, in a way that I didn't think that was going to happen. And I'm, I'm saying that because here I have the chance to to say these things out loud. I have the chance to be on this side of the mic and just share opportunities, experiences, failures, and also successes along the way. They're funny and they're also really, really disturbing at the same time, you know, or or so different, but you get the gist. And that's what I'm asking you. It's, it's not to just listen to my story to listen, but listen to a story or listen to things that we are talking about that might resonate with you and might invigorate you to also use your brain and use your hand. And as you use your brain and your hand together and you you collide with memory and you collide with ideas and dreams and desires, all of a sudden we start branding them. We start writing them down just like just like uh you know, putting your finger in wet cement and then it's branded. It's there. It's not going away. It's concrete, right? And every time I do that in my journal, I then uh, basically tell myself like, this is important, this is important. And, and it'll come back to me during my day in my, in my list of things to do. Right. And it, it'll just pop up, pop up until I complete the task. So it's very nice to do that. When, when I ask of you and project you, okay, this is a story and this is a thing, and this is a pile of information and education. So what are you going to do with it? You know, are you going to, are you just going to listen to it and let it go one ear out the other? Uh, just like we do with memories. How many times have we said, oh, I'm going to remember this and don't forget it, don't forget it. And then we forget it, but we should have written it down. You know, I, I, I love Facebook for all the reasons of bringing back memories. I'm like, oh, I took Chopper on a date two years ago. This just happened. And I, and I saw the photos. I'm like, oh my gosh. And it reminded me that we need to go on a new date. This, this year is our new date. And I, I I loved that, you know, because it, it's concrete, it's there, and those are my memories. Otherwise, we kind of forget these things, you know? And so when you're running through these episodes, and especially this one today, I hope that things resonate and they excite you or they invigorate you to use your mind and your hand and, and your ways of research to become more. So if you like something, let's invigorate our mind and our hand to work together, you know, and then we start doing more research or we start documenting the things that you remember, experiences that you remember uh, uh, when you were going through a pivotal time in your life, transitional time in your life, that you were taking a risk and you know that you were taking a chance, all those things, you know, we tend to forget them unless you're documenting them. And that's the beauty of Project You with Cami Craig. This is all about you. And I hope that you get excited about this episode because it's not so much about vulnerability today at all. It's actually so exciting because we are educating self and we're gaining knowledge on things that we know little about. 
and I, I, I know things and I hear things and I know, gosh, are they a myth? Or are they a fact? And all I do is I go into medical journals and I research. I don't just take the top Google search forum and, 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 and put all the stock in that. It's just not the way that cookie crumbles for me because I know how the internet works. I know that, you know, there's a lot of payments on the other side to get to the top. And that's the article that they want you to read, you know, and want you to believe. And so I don't like to get skewed that way. I like to go a little bit more of a deeper thread and and, and tap into the longstanding research columns that are out there. And really, truthfully, you guys, all you have to write in Google search is medical forums for bone marrow (laughs) medical research for bone marrow uh instead of instead of just going on google and saying bone marrow i keep saying bone marrow for for a reason here and that's because um it's not the topic but it's it's a fun thing that it's going to excite us into to the episode topic today but before that i'm saying this because I have heard my whole life about bone marrow and especially coming from my father and him being a hunter and a fisherman as my brother and I were growing up we were we were always hearing that word and I and as a young buck all I had was my teachers my parents my friends parents and and the encyclopedias I never opened the book and said what are the benefits of bone marrow ever however I knew that the, the common thing and the fact was that it was good for you. It was good for you. It was good for you. Okay. 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 I got it. It's really good for me. I can benefit. It's a great food source and it, and it supplies a lot of nutrition. Okay. And nutritious value for me. So lo and behold, this is kind of a funny story and also very um, relative to literally right before I got onto the podcast tonight. Um, <clears throat> but I remember growing up that way, hearing about bone, bone marrow and and then all of a sudden, I, uh, I'm i a bar one time, like a it's a tapas here in Reno. And on the menu, I seen bone marrow shot. I'm like, wait, what? But then I look over onto the meat because I'm like, what is the correlation here? Because you can't just have bone marrow shots on the menu. Like this is super seasonal or, or per what's on the menu per the meat, right? And sure enough, I look over and there was a special for beef shanks. So I'll never forget it. We got the shot of uh, bone marrow and it was not disgusting. It was more the texture that kind of creeped me out, but I got through it. And, and even as a fitness professional at that time, I, I still boggles my mind that I didn't go back and I, I didn't do my research. I just, it was, it was kind of like a funny thing that I was doing. Right. And I knew that it was good for me. I got my shot in, but guess what? I'm not consistent with bone marrow. So it was a, that's why I say it was a funny or, and or fun thing. It was calling for entertainment, which is why they sell probably a lot of bone marrow shots. Well, extending myself a, a, a little further, here we are in my stage of life. And I, I'm with my boyfriend, Dan Knapp, and he is a hunter and he's a fisherman. And he, has so much meat you guys like he buys from very very local ranches here in town some of his greatest friends and if it's not there um it's from a friend of a friend and there's there's a lot of frozen meat 
around me all the time and it's in this refrigerator it's in this uh it's in this freezer over here and sure enough he comes up to me one day and he's like babe i'm and here's something else a fact about cammy is i'm a horrible cook and i shouldn't pronounce this but i i'm not that good <laughs> i can burn water and i can burn eggs and I can burn my hand which I did the other day making cinnamon rolls like it's it's not my strongest soup and I know that and I said I'm gonna get better babe I'm gonna get better I'm gonna put uh, practice into this and I'm gonna get better and if that means that I have to research and research and maybe even go to cooking classes and hang out with my girlfriends that are really good cooks I'm gonna do it more <clears throat> so lo and behold he gives me a task and he gives me a challenge and the the challenge inside of me the athlete inside of me competitiveness I'm like oh got this right and I don't take it personally when I don't do well so I I literally do it like I did breakfast the other day and his mom was here and she was like oh that's so good and Dan's like babe I like my legs eggs a little runnier and I knew that but I I got him I had him runny I swear I did and then all of a sudden I looked back and I made the huge mess up. I left the pan on the stove. I didn't even take it off. So it's cooking more, right? Like, let's like cooking 101. And sure enough, I just overcooked them and she thought they were good. I thought they were good, but no, per your desires of the heart, it, they weren't ready enough. So again, I didn't take it personal. It was not offensive whatsoever. If anything, I was like, I'm learning and I just throw my hand up and I'm not going to get mad about it and or offended. Walk away. Side note to self, don't leave the eggs on the burner, even if, or on the stove, even if it's off. Okay. So he challenges me, case we have all this, this frozen meat in our freezers, right? And I, I keep coming across beef shanks and this is a massive amount of meat. <clears throat> and one day, in so many ways, he says, I challenge you to get good at cooking beef shanks. And I was like, on it. Well, he doesn't know that I feel like I'm not a good cook, but I'm kind of a really good crock potter. And I laugh when I say that because my son could be a good crock potter. Okay, all you got to do is put X, Y, and Z in the crock pot, turn it on six, seven hours, and it's done. <laughs> so it doesn't take a brain scientist to, to um, understand this. However, I'm good at something and it's crock potting. And my mom taught us so much growing up crock potting because my dad was always hunting and bringing home the game and the big game rather. And we were, that's how my mom cooked it. And it was so good. I remember it was so creamy and it melted my mouth. And, um, you know, of course she put too many carrots in there all the time. I didn't really like that. So now I put like minimal carrots in mine, <laughs> but I took the challenge. I'm like, okay. And so all I did is I went to Pinterest and I I um, researched bone shanks, healthy bone shanks in crock pot. You guys, so many recipes came forth for beef shanks in the crock pot. And I'm going to share with you this little recipe right now. If you're writing this down, write it down in your journal. Your journal, uh, every single episode, we are always writing notes down. And this is a perfect one to, to get to. But it is so good. Okay, so it's beef shanks. Okay. And then we do two cartons of bone broth. And this one's 
just to kind of set in the same element, we do the beef bone broth. And then you want to put in all the vegetables that you like. So for us, we do the carrots, we do the celery, and then we do the potatoes. So those are the red potatoes. I just cut them up. And then tomatoes, which I cannot stand, but the taste of the tomatoes is very helpful. Um, so I just pick around that. And then, of course, a sweet onion is so good. And I, gosh, what else do I put in there? I think that's it on that standpoint. Okay, so I do that, and then the beef shanks go in. <clears throat> and then the last little hurrah on this is three things. So over here on the stove, I'm sauteing ghee or butter, okay, just either one of them, and garlic. And I'm sauteing that while over in the crock pocket, crock pot it's um, set up, okay? And it said specifically on this recipe, do not put the butter and the garlic in just by itself and, and let the butter melt in the crock pot. They said deliberately saute over here on the right side uh, for, what it was it, like a minute, minute 30 seconds on the saute and then pour it over the top of the crock pot. Okay, so it's all settled, and then the butter and the garlic just lay on the top. Really, I told you, I don't know how to cook. I don't know why. I'm just following directions. I'm like, this sounds amazing, so I'm going to do it. And the last little thing I put on my oh beef shanks before I put the butter on was my girlfriend's herbs and spices. She took a recipe from her mother that is now deceased, and their mama raised herbs and spices and she actually has them to be sold online but she gave me the poultry and the steak herbs and spices and to this day I'll never know what's inside of it I haven't asked um I just got the the um, concoction from her and she sells this on mamaraiskitchen.com so you got to check her out and she has a whole amazing story about her mother and how committed she is by selling the highest quality natural and precious herbs and spices. So, of course, I love this. And this is Project C approved because we get into so many um, herbs and spices that are filled with a bunch of junk, you know. And so, like I said, there's so much that is inspired by this original rub and 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 what's inside of it. And I cannot express this enough. If you can find local products, you know, in your family, oh, not in your family, but in your in your city, or local products that you know that is in another city that can get delivered to you, please do this because I'm telling you what, the the freshest herbs and spices, right? I put on this beef shank, and I swear, I again, I don't know what's all in it. But I know it's organic and I know it's real and I know it's pure because she's one of my clients, right? And um, she's told me all about it. And so I use that. So that's my extra, okay? And that was my little thing about Mama Ray's uh, kitchen. But here's the deal. I learned after that first setting, okay, with that crock pot, as, as we walk down the stairs and we can smell what's going on in the crock pot, uh, Dan goes over there and he opens it up and he's like, oh my gosh, the bone marrow, look at this. And I go over there and I'm like, what? 
and it was like an epiphany for me. Like this is bone marrow I heard about my whole life. And I just didn't give a lot of stock in it. Like it sounded gross. It didn't seem like um, I could get my hands on it so easy. It seemed like a delicacy, you know, but lo and behold, I have it right before me right now. And I, re I, I vividly remember all the bee shanks that were in the freezer. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so great. So lo and behold, we eat it up and and Dan takes the bone marrow out of the bone and puts it all over his uh his his stew. And instead of like just taking a shot like I did that one day and 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 then tonight I've made three servings of this so far, but tonight I uh, did it again and we had had this funny moment tonight because I, I pulled the bone marrow out. I'm like, let's do a shot. And he's like, oh, I'm kind of more of like a mixture guy. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, okay. So I go over to the sink and, and I'm talking to myself. I'm like, gosh, I hope I don't barf. And, and then Dan's like looking at me. I'm kind of looking at him and I take a little bit of it. I'm like, nah, I think I'm kind of a mixture type of girl. <laughs> so I, I put it in there um in in my bowl and I'm just gonna make make a point like I did this evening to drink all my broth so then I know that I'm getting all the bone marrow because it does dissolve not dissolve but it gets from the chunky it it separates itself let's just say that so lo and behold I get completely intrigued along this journey of cooking three times number one I think it's amazing number two the ghee and or butter and garlic sauteed on top had my sons even saying, oh my gosh, mom, this is so creamy. It's so good. What'd you do? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I nailed it. I think I got a 10. I got a pass from all three of them. So I'm already, I'm already in a, in a good seat right here. But also on the other side, this really enticed me to learn, to be my own advocate and actually know what it is that I'm ingesting. I know about my macros. I know about my micros, but even being um, in, in the industry for 17 years and really putting a lot of focus this, these past 10 years on nutrition, I'm finding new, new ways to fill my head with knowledge and fill my, my head with this, with this amazing education to help me progress into this healthier human. And that's what I want to do. I'm in a preventative state right now. There's there's a lot of thought on on what I do and how I do it. I of course I have muscle memory and I've been working my whole life and I I know how to train my body and I know the the dynamic and the science behind the kinetic chain and all that. But truthfully, nutrition comes before me all the time and I'm and I'm constant constantly on research. And I love it because I feel like I'm learning all the time, which is why I'm transporting this information to you. One little thing, bone marrow, has got me all excited because it 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 jumped onto the the plate, right per se. And I want to know really what are the benefits from beef shanks, not just any bone marrow. Like I want to know what I'm eating. Okay, so the brand that you're eating or. The label that you're eating from, research that so you know at a deeper level. Siete, S-I-E-T-E. It's a family-owned uh, company that is, is making the most incredible grain-free, dairy-free, gluten-free, non-GMO products out there that are not causing inflammation of the body. And, and, and really, grain does that. Wheat does that. And so, 
here if you find these different brands or these different things that are good for you, you're going to you're going to call for them more in your life. You just are. We we talk about it all the time like what kind of magnet can you be? What can you attract in your life? Well, you're only going to attract and be a magnet to these things if you know of these things at a greater uh, level. So for me, I'm diving into the medical research of bone marrow from beef shanks, okay? And from from all these journals that I got into, which is about six of them, uh, the 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 consensus on what the benefits are on bone marrow is it's full of collagen. And this is funny because Dan was down there. I'm like, what are the benefits? And he was on the computer. He was doing some study work, and he was just wrapping off all these things. And I know it was a quick Google search, you know? And so I was like, hmm, I wonder how different my search is going to be. This one was right on the money. <laughs> same thing, same thing. Um, but bone marrow is full of collagen, which improves the health and strength of bones and skin. It's also very rich in glucosamine, a compound that helps against osteoarthritis. It relieves joint pain and reduces inflammation in the joints. So this is this is something that is enticing to me. So as as I grow deeper into, oh, okay, if I eat uh, beef bone marrow, that's good for me. And it's promoting great things in my system, right, that'll help me. And, and people ask me, what should I take for my joints? What should I take for my ligaments, my bones? Like I'm achy, I'm painy. And, and so I just made that word up. But um, glucosamine is a huge answer right off the tongue. Like a real quick uh, witty answer is that, you know, and, and, and I'm like, how is that? <laughs> I've been around bone marrow my whole life and also creeped out by it too. Um, because the way that it looks, it looks like a chunk of fat. And the last thing that I'm doing is just eating all the fat. Like it, it honestly looks horrible. It's disgusting. Okay. But now that I'm getting deeper in, uh, what the benefits are, the nutrients per serving, how I can get it, obviously I told you, uh, but then you start to be super interested in these compounds that have linked to decrease inflammation. It's linked to increase better skin health and improve joint function. And these are things that you don't have to take a pill for. You can literally ingest them through your food. And that makes me super, super happy, right? So the next question is that on, on this forum that I'm actually coming from right now, I, I, I saw this uh, doctor ask, is this good for weight loss? And that's a number one question. Like, what's good for weight loss? What's good for weight loss? Well, being consistent with this, it wasn't just a bone marrow shot that you're going to do. You're like, you're going to be consistent with this. You're like, just how, as you are being consistent with exercise and all the things. Um, yes, through this forum, bone broth may help people lose weight. And, and it's funny, it's so vague, right? It's high in protein, which helps the body feel full longer and supports calorie restriction. And then in, in the study, in the Journal of Renal Nutrition Points, out of the average cup of chicken bone broth contains more protein than the average cup of basic chicken broth. Okay, so the bone broth is actually part of the bone marrow. And, and that's what you're putting in the crock pot. So this is something that we've already done naturally, even if you're not putting in the beef shanks and getting the bone marrow out of that. 
right? And so there's all these great these great ways to see that um, see the benefits of bone broth and also the bone marrow. So you guys can dive deep into this research as um, it's been really fun and I and I just had to bring this up because it really is part of our house right now and in our life right now and I don't think it's going away anytime because I see how many pieces of uh, beef shanks that we have in the freezer so I'm actually gonna pick a new recipe on Pinterest this next time because I've done three times of this recipe and it is golden so if you can try it out if you do please 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 take a picture of the end result and um tag me and I want to see your crock pot and if you think it's that good so you would have thought that this whole episode was on on bone marrow and the benefits and and all the great nutrients that are inside that amazing compound however the the true topic of this episode 96 is the benefits of hot and cold therapy brain health is no longer only for those who are suffering from major psychological disorders for many COVID-19 has amplified these issues maintaining and treating conditions such as anxiety brain fog and mood swings is as simple as a checkup with brain health restoration Mert Brain Therapy at Brain Health Restoration is the most current brain technology on the market. Mert Brain Therapy maps and treats your brain by using non-invasive magnetic resonance therapy that optimizes brain function. You'll see immediately from the Brain Health Restoration readings the condition of your brain today. As you have these treatments, you start to see changes. The brain starts functioning in the way that it's supposed to. I'm not anxious anymore. I don't have depression. I sleep better. I have this sense of peace. Take control of your brain health today. Visit brainhealthrestoration.com. Use the code CAMI to get 10% off your first treatment. So just as we get into eating and our nutrition, just as we get into working out and staying in motion, there's ways to call for therapy in your life without spending thousands and thousands of dollars. I look back on my life and I have been experimenting with cold and hot therapy my whole life. Dan and I, again, we're, we're laughing today. We're, we, he was showing me this room in his house and, and, uh, we were dying laughing because he, he was like, you can do your podcast up here. And I thought it was really cool and it was, it had a great vibe in, in, in his room in his house. Uh, but it was too hot. And I I was laughing because I'm like, I might mention that I'm hot three times and no one's going to really understand because he calls it the crow's nest. And so uh, I, we were dying laughing. He's like, can you, it, when I was growing up, I would sleep in this room and it was the hottest room in the summers and the coldest room in the winters. And in the winter time, or sorry, the summertime, he would take towels and get him under really, really cold water and he put it over his face or he'd lay on it. And I was staring at him. I'm like, no way. And obviously we both came from a similar background and, um, you know, my parents didn't have all the money in the world and they didn't have the, the, the house on AC and we had to open up the windows. I, I saw all the tricks that my mom did. Right. But one of my tricks, like there was some hot, nights and so I'm looking at him laughing I'm like no way and sure as crap I remember taking towels and just putting them 
uh, under the water, very, very cold, as cold as I can get it. And then I'd run it to my room and I'd lay on the towel on my mattress. I didn't care about my sheets. I didn't care about the mattress. I didn't care about anything other than being as cold as I could because it was so hot. It was, you couldn't even sleep in my house, you know? And then I remember um, taking the coldest uh, cups of water and just drenching my mattress and laying on it. And it didn't last for long, but it was just enough to give me comfort. I remember putting ice in between two towels. So then I'm laying on a bed of ice, okay, when I was younger. Um, That's just the funny part. And that was only to get cold, you know, because it was so hot. But then I got into the world of athletics. And it wasn't till high school, of course, that I really started to see our athletic room and our athletic trainer share little tidbits about what we should do and why should we be doing it. And so I was a volleyball player, as you guys know, and he would always take us in after uh, our high school practices and also games and ice our shoulders. And especially us girls that were swinging all the time and that we are the heavy hitters and all that. Uh, and, and I didn't know really why instead of only did I know that it was, there was decreasing inflammation. Okay. Okay. Got it. And I was just taking his word for it because he's the professional. I was, my job was to play and his job was to give us therapy on the other side. So then we got to college and, and then it was a whole nother ball game. I remember sitting in cold baths. I remember sitting, they were like horse troughs. They were silver tubs, okay? And we would just hold on, you know, our hands on top and then our whole body from our neck all the way down was in the tubs. And we were in there anywhere from, I would say, one to five minutes and then we'd switch out. One to five minutes, we'd switch out. And of course, we got into competition and did the thing and uh, I I disliked it so much, but I, I remember getting out feeling invigorated. I felt alive. I felt like I was healed almost, you know, um, direct, direct solution is what I was. I like to think of that back in the day. Um, that was the solution to the aches and pains. And we would do that after games. And there was sometimes you guys that I would get in there before games. I would just get in. I'd go into the locker room, change out, obviously I had my towel, do the thing. And I just felt good. And it's funny because now with even Bodhi, I'm like, get up, take a cold, cold shower, you know, just wake up, get alive and then be on your way. And so here I am, you know, given that information a little bit more off to my kids. But the deal is, is that really happened in college. And so the, the, and it really wasn't about the hot therapy with that, that contrast wasn't there in my life yet until until a little later when I got into my career and then I started learning about the contrast and started experimenting with that a little bit too but I I do remember that and then I I or we in our school didn't have the the big money right to get all the other things to help with therapy uh post sports so I do listen and I do recall a lot of people talking about the other things that were in their athletic rooms and it's state-of-the-art therapy and it, it helped athletes live longer in on their performance level, you know, and that's why obviously when you get to the professional level, NFL, MLB, 
whatever it is, like you're getting the best of the best to perform because that's your job, you know? And what I'm, what I'm asking of you today is yes, you might not be a professional athlete, but there is so many of us that are giving off a hundred percent perceived effort in everything that you do, you know? And so, and especially when it comes to fitness, I see my guys and girls come into the gym and there's weeks that they're feeling really good because they're eating as well. Their stress levels are low. They're getting good hydration, um, all the things, you know, but, but then there's other weeks that are exact opposite. And on those other weeks of being exact opposite and not giving, you know, their optimal, well, that's because X, Y, and Z is happening in their life as well, you know, or they're not even taking care of their body. They're not eating right, but they're just training hard. They're, they're not treating the, the impact or they're not treating the injury, you know, they're just playing the tough card. And I can raise my hand to that. How many times have I played the tough card? And it's annoying. I don't play the tough card anymore. When we were growing up, we had the term rice. It was rest, ice, compress, and elevate. All the time. I remember doing treatments in a rice bowl. Like literally, my ankle was in a bucket, a Home Depot bucket full of rice, uh, attempting to get my my joints and ligaments back up to par and in motion because I strained my and sprained my ankle so bad three times in my career. Um, but doing that and then using ACE bandages and then and then and then ingesting ibuprofen or Advil or naproxen, okay, or icing. You know, and if it if it was like I said when I when I got into my career. With my mentor, Max, I, I started to learn about what heat was, right? And so all of a sudden, okay, I, I'm, I'm getting this, this knowledge and, and all these light bulbs are going off. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's why I was doing that. That's why, that's why. And I wasn't, I wasn't intrigued enough to know because it wasn't, my, it wasn't my line of work. My line of work was to do X, Y, and Z over here. And that's your job to tell me what to do so I can be my best over here. But as a professional in the industry, I am now engulfed into this. And all I want to do is express it to other people because it is so beneficial. Real quick, when I was going through cold treatment, I knew that it reduced inflammation by decreasing blood flow, right? That's just a little tidbit that I got and it stood with me forever. Right after college, when I started to do heat treatment, I learned real quick right at the top that heat treatment promotes blood flow and helps muscles relax. Okay, so there's different points and there's different reasons why you would alternate heat and cold, which helps reduce exercise-induced muscle pain. Okay, and again, there, there's there's reason behind that um, and strategy behind that. And there's so many different uh, ways of this, but we don't ever use extreme heat and never put ice directly on the skin. That's just kind of like the golden rule. That's what you don't want to do. And I tell you that because I did it one time and it was so painful. I thought I got like a third degree burn on me, but um, this is this is something that you you just don't have to make that mistake. So um, my point is um, moving forward a little bit in college. I remember going, you guys, in it was in Oregon, and I remember going to this this 
retreat type deal. And I can, I, I don't even know you guys. I was, I was just doing what our team was doing and we were on like tribal land. And I remember walking into this tent and there was like incense and candles and stuff going on. I'm like, oh my gosh, I think we're at a ritual. Like this is a tribal ritual. I have no freaking idea what's going on. I'm intrigued, but I'm also questioning, am I doing the right thing? Am, am I safe? Am I secure here? All and, and then I got a little fearful. It was a battle, you know, and not was it a battle only that, but physically I walked in to the hottest tent I've ever walked into my whole entire life. Take waking up in the morning and the dew of a tent while you're camping or hunting and all that, and you the uncomfortableness if you stayed in that tent, right? You get out of it as quick as you can. The sun rises. You're like, ah, I'm out. I'm not doing this anymore. Um, this tent was fire. I literally, like the the one mistake of using extreme heat directly on my skin, I, I didn't get a third degree burn, but it felt like it. I was so restricted and I was so uncomfortable in this tent. And I remember looking back now and, and thinking, what the F? But also, how freaking rad. I don't know the name of it. I don't know what the purpose was behind it. I don't know how it benefited me at the time. Like, I was just so uncomfortable and it 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 alarmed me but it also challenged me and i knew that i was safe at the end of the day because my coach was there and we were all going through it together and that i i've always i've always trusted my hierarchies and the chain of command so it was just one of those things that i that i just had to trust the process and being that uncomfortable i realized one thing walking out of there i am a strong mother freaker <laughs> and I and I knew this because it was the one of the hardest things I've I've ever gone through willingly just walking into something like yeah let's let's go here where coach has us going and it's a retreat and it's it's going to be awesome it's going to be um really challenging and we're going to get through these obstacles I don't I was making my own thing up you know but I, it seemed like five hours long and it probably, now that I look back, was only 30 minutes, but it was the longest 30 minutes of my life. And it, 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 it put me in an element where I really had to dig deep and to get through this, this pain, um, get, get through this elite way of living and, and, and this being this extraordinary human for, for it, everyone was talking about, you know, before we were going in there, my coaches and stuff, this is going to be so beneficial. It's going to be, um, you know, you're going to walk out of here a different person, uh, all the things. And I, and, and I almost thought of like my high school assemblies, you know, like the very inspiring, motivating people. I'm like, oh, that's what we're going to go get into. And we're going to learn, we're going to learn all these new tools. No, it was get through it. That's what that therapy was. Get through this. And if you come out alive, you win, <laughs> you know? Um, and, and again, I don't want to spend too much on this topic, but I, I, I got through that. And then I remember coming home and there was a spot over off of Sierra Rose and it was called Bikram Yoga. And I think it's a juice box now, but it was Bikram Yoga and we had 
90 minutes inside this room and I remember I remember training for my shows and doing all the things and I was I was testing my discipline. I was testing my focus. I was testing um my my flexibility. I was testing my condition. And I I heard all about it. Oh, it's very very hot room and you're doing all these yoga poses and you're doing the same thing every single time. So then you get to measure your um your your flexibility in these in these because it's the same thing every time and um, I'm sure there's a lot more about Bikram yoga that I don't know but I also do know that I've had personally people hurt themselves in in these style of classes because they overextend or they're not hydrated or whatever the case may be so I did know that I needed to go in hydrated okay and I and I couldn't overextend myself because I'm just hot right? So I, I, I did have a little bit under my belt and, and, and I know that heat treatment promotes blood flow and it, and it helps keep the muscles relaxed, but maybe they can get too relaxed. And so you're overextending. So I knew, um, I was definitely being careful. However, that was not my point. I remember that one occasion that I had in, in, in college and it, threw my whole world into a frenzy. Like it challenged me more than I've ever been challenged in my life. And and that was being a young buck at the time. I was I was 18. I graduated at 17. I was 18 years old. And I thought I put myself in a death chamber. I thought my coach really was like crazy. Um I trusted him, but I thought he was crazy. Uh however, when I got into Bikram yoga and I started um going to the classes, I'll never forget the first class. I I felt I felt like I was constricted on my breathing and I felt I was getting claustrophobic and I felt like everything was caving in on me and I I felt uncomfortable. That's what I felt. And so I remember looking up and watching this guy proceed to the door to walk out and the teacher says, you can't leave. And he goes, I'm leaving. And she's like, if you leave, you're never coming back. And you're definitely not coming back in this class, but you're never coming back. And he's like, I'm out. And right then and there, I knew that these classes were going on. They're 90 minutes. Um, this is what people do. They buy packages all the time. And this is a thing. Like, no one's going to die in here, you know? And so I saw that and I was like, hmm, this is mind over matter at this point. This is really benefiting me and challenging me in a way that I haven't felt since I was 18 years old. And here I am putting myself in this situation on purpose again, because there's benefits to this, but I don't know what the benefits are, you know? And so I, I do it other than me knowing that I'm, I'm reducing or sorry, promoting my blood flow and I'm helping the muscles relax. And I know that I'm, I'm helping reduce my exercise induced pain because I'm working out so much. And that's really it. That's all I really knew. Okay. So lo and behold, over the course of years, I've watched friends go to cold therapy retreats. And these are really, really, really big um, retreats that use ice baths. They ice baths, sorry, um, snow meditations and breathing methods to find your inner self. Um, some retreats call it your inner fire, which will improve your health and well-being, right? 
But I I watched some of my friends go through these things. I'm like, gosh, that's that's crazy. Because what I was really tapping into at, you know, from 18 years old to, um, you know, to the Bikram yoga was more of the hot therapy. But when I was younger, I was doing the cold therapy. And I always remember feeling invigorated. I felt alive. I felt good. I felt replenished. I felt revived. All the things, you know. And so um, once I started seeing that, I then I then started to notice here in Reno, Nevada, up at South Lake, we have this thing called South Lake Tahoe Plunge. And it, it's it's for Special Olympics. It's in Northern California and Nevada. And 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 actually this year it was it was um sold out. You know? But uh, my point is if anyone knows what the Lake Tahoe feels like, it is ice cold. Okay, it is like the iciest and the coldest, which I'm actually on their website right now. And it's funny because there's not a lot of information included on this website and or any um, about what the plunge is. It says, bring a towel. (laughs) Here's your registration. Here's when the plunge is. Here's what the lineup is. And that's really it. Uh, And so there's no really like, oh, what are the benefits of this? But I'm telling you this because I started to not only notice my people or my some of my friends go to cold therapy retreats, but now I'm seeing this this polar plunge thing happen in my in my own uh, backyard, and also you know doing some further research. This is happening all over. So then, um, lo and behold, I um, am with uh, my boyfriend Dan Knapp, and he practices all the time, the hot and cold therapy. And to the point where he has designed his bathroom to be a, 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 a steam bathroom, you know, and he he makes it that way on purpose because it's so beneficial. Well, he's an ex-D1 athlete, a uh, football player, and also a former NFL and also Canadian level play, right? CFL. And, and so when I'm talking about the level of therapy that these athletes get into, it is way beyond any college athlete, what they, what they've ever seen. And so, um, I, I, I do. So then when I look at this cold and hot treatment, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I've, I've been doing it again. And, and, and so I was naturally attracted to this feeling that I was getting from the ending my showers on a cold shower, you know, and anyone, again, I'm telling you, anyone can get a cold shower and they can do the contrast of on and off, on and off. And, and may that, may that end your shower, or maybe you do it at the very beginning of your shower and then you get out from a warm shower, whatever, you you know, it may be. I, I challenge you to do that. And I also challenge you guys to do your own research on behalf of what this looks like and also feels like for you. It is a feeling. And if you don't know the feeling, then you'll never know. Um, most recent most recent experience, um, not only watching my boyfriend do the hot and cold uh, treatment, which is a whole nother um, topic uh, that we'll get into, but um we go down to Scottsdale for his best friend's wedding and we're with our best friend, Kellen, and um, we're bunked up together. We're doing every step basically together. And so Cameron, which is the, which is the groom, has one of our days set up at this place called Balanced, B-A-L-U-N-S-D, 
body.com. And this is in Scottsdale. So we go to body, which is their gym, rad gym. We get a good workout in. And then immediately we go to balanced and we walk in and Dan and I are like, no way. Well, mind you also that my boyfriend goes um, pretty much anywhere. And if he can find a body of water, he jumps in. I remember... I remember being in Yosemite and we had this uh, photo shoot up there for this photographer that asked us for some shots. And he was like, it was early morning and he's like, I'm going to jump in this ice cold water. I'm like, okay. And I didn't even think of it as, as abnormal because it's so normal for him. It wakes him up. It's, it's better than coffee. He would rather never have a cup of coffee. He's more of a tea guy anyways, but he wakes himself up that way. You know, and and then I do, I, I look at his skin and it is so tight, you know, and it's because he's constantly practicing this heat and cold therapy, literally if it's in his own shower or at a facility like this and or using Mother Nature. This is a real, real approach that he takes to recovery. And um, anyway, so we go, Cameron takes us and we do this whole therapy thing. Well, the joke was um, with one of our buddies there was that if he comes or if he gets into the cold bath, which is 42 degrees, mind you, he's going to stay in there for 11 minutes. And Kellen and Dan are like, yeah, right. Well, we stay there that first day. It was so rad. We The hour went by too fast. It was so uncomfortable, so comfortable, so relaxing. Um, and, and then we leave and we're like, oh my gosh, that was amazing, right? And we're kind of like, aha moment, like that's the golden ticket to our recovery. And mind you, we just got done working out. I had a day previously where I worked out super hard, so I needed that. Then um, all of a sudden, I um, no, we find ourselves in day two and Dan's like, you you guys want to go back to balance? And Kellen and I are like, uh, yeah. So we go and we spend our hour right, you know, midday before our day really starts. And then we go to the festivities and do the thing. And then day three, we looked at each other. We're like, third time's a charm. And all of us, you know, walked in there, drove down, got got some good breakfast. And we did the advanced recovery again for day three. And we still talk about it to this day. That was, that was something that we need in our lives every single day. But it, it, it's hard to replace that because how often do you have a 42 degree bath and then uh, 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 infrared sauna or a wet sauna and or the the hot tub and then they even have um I'll I'll talk to you about it in a minute but but they 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 know that the benefits to this recovery is reducing muscle soreness so that's why Cameron wanted to take us like this is going to help you he's also um an ex D1 athlete at ASU and um they they've been through this so when I'm sure balance opened up he was like oh yeah I'm there because I don't get to go in the locker room anymore and do these things anymore I don't get access to the advanced recovery and performance tools used by all the professional and elite athletes anymore so um a place like balance allows you to individualize your recovery approach to match your lifestyle uh, whether that be a hiker or a mountain biker or a runner or uh, strength training or CrossFit or whatever, you know, the, the benefits are strong in recovery. And especially when you're attempting to re- reduce muscle soreness, reduce muscle fatigue, reduce joint soreness. Um, this 
this type of approach also promotes healing and also promotes deep sleep. And here's one of the things that Dan says all the time. He'll get up in the middle of the night and his body's achy. He has soreness. He has muscle fatigue. He has joint soreness. He's he's healing, right? Um, but it's uncomfortable. Um, and so what he does is he goes to his individualized approach to his recovery, which is his his makeshift sauna hot cold shower, you know, and and then it promotes him to sleep deeper. And for me, and I'm like, how in the heck world is this man getting up in the middle of the night? And is he doing this and, and breaking up his sleep? But he gets into a deeper sleep because of this form of recovery that he does daily, every other day. It's so beneficial and he knows it. And so when when you're a performance athlete or you're a performance fitness guru, you know, where you, this is your lifestyle. You're also increasing your range of movement when you're, when you're getting access to this advanced recovery, um, in, in a place like balance, you know, you're increasing energy levels. This boosts natural endorphins and also helps boost the immune system, which is so amazing, right? Like this is what we want in our life. We need this and desire this in our life. Um, of course, this place has massages. Of course, this they understand the power of touch. And so there's packages. There's, you know, plenty of packages on that side as well. But really what's what's happening is you are seeing firsthand when you walk into a place like that, that, that you're getting something way different than any other place. And that is through the cold and hot therapy. It's to help reduce swelling, to help minimize pain, to enhance your body's recovery and also speed and agility. This is great for injury prevention, post-injury, and reduces pain and swelling without any medication, right? So these are very, very therapeutic to, to your life, whether, again, whatever genre of fitness that you're in, like this is something to think about. And this is um, very. This is also a, in a little bit of a side note, intimate story. Cameron, the groom, also had in their room of getting ready, a balanced the one the horse trough scenario that I was telling you about. He had one of those in their room getting ready. That's how much these guys know that this is this is helping improve everything that we just talked about, right? And I don't know if that calmed the ner- nerves or anything, but it was beneficial to them, right? And as I um, did a lot of research in these cold therapy retreats, they are super popular right now. I hope that you research balance.com. I hope that you research mama mama ray's kitchen.com i hope you research the pinterest for for bone marrow i hope you research cold and hot therapy today today is a day of research today is a day to get intrigued to discover what you can learn about yourself by by putting yourself through things that you don't really naturally do all the time and then feel what that feeling is dan and i talk about all the time we've done this for a long time and and i think now for me i'm really interested in 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 why and I'm fascinated to know um, that this experience that that I keep getting deeper and deeper into is actually going to make me a more conscious um, human being and also a, a way better um, athlete as well 
right? And and so as I read this this exciting thing about cold therapy retreats, which is what I've seen over the course of time, um, I know that there's hot therapy retreats as well. But I say cold because this is around me all the time. Uh, we did this in Whistler. That's another story that I that I didn't share, but it's similar to the to the polar plunge um, when I was there. But these cold therapy retreats are either in ice baths, ice baths. There's snow meditation. Um, like I said, they're to find your inner self, which also other people and also tribes call it inner fire through breath work and cold. Okay. Um, there's yoga cold training, which is, which is so awesome. But, um, this is really to shake up your health and, and, and really challenge yourself to try something new that could refresh and revitalize your whole way of thinking and living. And it's so crazy to think that like a dosage of hot and cold therapy can do this. But once you've experienced it, you, you realize that, oh, wow, this is what I was looking for. Not only are you going to get the quick muscle recovery um, after our sporting event or after our run or our, our strength training session, but really the cold therapy and also hot therapy can bring out a whole different lineup of benefits to your health, which number one, increases your metabolism, which this is the number one thing when we're talking about bone marrow, people want to know how to lose fat and what encourages fat loss. And, and this is one of them by the cold therapy, this, this, this way of, um, Therapy actually increases circulation. It reduces your stress. You're improving concentration and you're more alert. Remember what I told you about being more conscious? You're reducing inflammation. So you might notice that these are improvements in your life. And then like Dan says too, it improves his sleep. So if you have better sleep, you're also triggering your immune system to function at a greater level, which is, you know, all around overall you're winning you're winning the game when you can straight up say that i'm doing all those things um for these reasons and 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 here's the deal do you have to go to a cold therapy retreat to get the benefits no absolutely not um i've seen the horse trough at a a groom's (laughs) um room of getting ready with all his groomsmen and I've seen them in athletic rooms and I've seen them in homes you know like these are techniques that you can do at home and and it is a good idea to to attach yourself to educating yourself to a little bit more and and bring these methods into your life and if that means that you do have to go to retreat then go to retreat girl Dude, I went to a retreat in college and I had no idea that I was walking into what I was walking into, but there's professionals to to guide you and to help you feel the extreme temperatures and also the breathing techniques and and being mindful, which is which is another way of therapy. It's another another way of healing and 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 being invigorated, right? To to feel whole and to feel like this is truly part of your life and and because only you're practicing it. So with that being said, I I I know that we had a strong hour of talking about uh the benefits of of putting yourself there and being your own advocate and looking up your recipes and if you hear something then do your extra research. So not only are you just wondering if it's a fact or a myth, but but you're you're being very factual. 
you know, so, um, and especially with this cold and hot therapy, I gave, I gave experiences and, and things that I've walked through in my life and also my boyfriend, um, but they're, they're minuscule into what I, I've been observing and witnessing myself, especially these days. So I challenge you to, to do a, a, a set amount of time today, which is five to 10 minutes of research on why hot and cold therapy can be really good for you. And if we're getting older and and we're getting in a place where we're not backing down on motion, these are ways to bring advanced therapy into your own home and into your own life. And then we can educate and help people around us and also our family and our kids um, to, to live a healthier lifestyle internally first. So I'm very excited that we got to talk at this level today. Um, I'm so passionate about health and 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 wellness and 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 really this pushes into being mindful. And I am more mindful uh, because I do these things and it's uncomfortable. And I um, oh I got to tell you um, my true hard fact at Balanced in Scottsdale. I remember that conversation of our our friend saying I was gonna stay. He's gonna stay in there for eleven minutes. Well, I was by myself doing the therapy um, back and forth, and it really isn't about how long you stay in there. It could be a dunking out and and then over to the hot and then in and back and forth. But I, I challenged myself to get super uncomfortable, and I was in there for twelve minutes into the forty-two degree, um, 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 cold bath, and that was crazy. I felt like needles were just punching all over my skin. It was, it was quite interesting, but um, I lived through it, you guys. Uh, do your research, be your own advocate, and are you going to apply hot and cold therapy into your life? I challenge you. Mwah. My obedience determines my outcome. My discipline determines my destiny. My faith determines my focus. 